Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Emory Moss in the house, not by myself, my studio tech. Mind you, he is here, always ready, focusing on the screen, waiting for you to call. And you can call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, a 65-year-old Pastor Moss, just had a birthday, (laughs) and uh, definitely I can say that there are more years behind me than there are, I think, before me, but that's okay. That's that's life. That's that's life, friends. That's the way it goes. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. For any questions that you have about the Bible, about the Word of God, they are welcome here. Uh, And uh, as always, you turn the way this program goes with your questions. I have challenges, but your particular questions always can move my challenges aside as we deal with the challenge of whatever you put on the table. So welcome to the program. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, where I will give a very challenging challenge today. It's one that if, if I was on the other side of this radio program, if I was out there where you were, I'd be mad at this particular challenge I'm going to bring, but I'm going to do it anyway. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. We're going to go to Phil in Clinton Township. Hello, Phil. Good evening, Pastor. How are you today? Real good. How are you, Phil? Excellent. Good. I have a quick question for you. Sure. Uh, one week ago today, you were doing a uh, um, uh, radio show on Luke uh, 23, Chapter 42, and... Uh, uh, about the uh, Jesus statement on the cross, uh, yes. where the comma was. And I called in, but I unfortunately I couldn't stay on, and I didn't get to hear the rest of your show, and I was just wondering if you could uh, maybe state what the consensus was on that. Well, what the consensus is, some, of course, uh, 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 looked at it and thought that uh, that there was nothing in the Greek to indicate which way it went. But if we look at that, you're talking about Luke 23 and 44, Right, that's where we were. Let me get that right quick and read it again. Where, uh, what what happens here? 
where we are 23 and 44. I'm up here in 24. Where what Jesus was saying uh, is he's hanging on the cross, right? And uh, what he uh, says to the uh, the thief that was uh, that was with him, he said, uh, "This day shalt thou be with me in paradise." Now, some want to say that what he meant was he was saying that to, uh, today. I'm telling you this today, rather than what he was indicating is that that day at that time when he said that. In other words, his spirit was going to be with the Father. And so the rich, uh, the uh, uh, the thief on the cross, since he confessed him, that he was going to the uh, same place, that he was going to be with the Father also. In 43, where he said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, comma, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Now, so, so that's what clearly is indicated in the passage. Uh, the Greek expression is actually the same. And then we need to realize this, the theology is consistent, Phil, throughout the Bible. Absolutely consistent. Uh, Based upon uh, what uh, the overall theology of the Bible, it coincides with what the Bible uh, tells us almost uh, uh, everywhere when we look at this uh, situation of what happens when a person dies. Because over in 1 Corinthians 5 and verse 8, which I'm sure you're aware of, uh, where it says, Paul writes, We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So when we die, we are absent from the body and we're present with the Lord. That means our souls and our spirit go immediately to be with the Lord uh, when we die, when the spirit and the soul separate from the body. That also coincides with what we see in the book of Revelation. Revelation gives us the same exact picture in Revelation. In fact, in chapter uh, uh, six and verse nine, where John writes, and when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar, very clear here, the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. These are folks who died uh, during the tribulation period, refusing to take the mark of the beast. Their souls and spirit went immediately to be with the Lord and their bodies, you know, were dead. Okay? So, in other words, uh, the, the, what we see in Luke 23 is actually consistent with all the biblical theology on that particular point. Let me ask you a quick question on that. Uh, when, we know that uh, uh, when we do die, we haven't received our spiritual bodies yet, you know, and that doesn't take place until, you know, the rapture takes place as believers. Uh-huh. And uh, so we're not we're not uh, uh, united with the body. We're, our spirit obviously is taken because God breathed spirit into us. When He breathed into us, He created life. And when when that life, the spirit leaves, there's nobody that's going to live without a spirit. So mm-hmm. when the spirit leaves, the spirit does, God does take it back until the point in time where we do reunite, we get a spiritual body, correct? Right, exactly. Okay, okay. So when the thief uh, on the cross, when Jesus is making this statement to him, uh, the spirit, yes, the spirit is going to dwell uh, with the Lord until that day takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also throughout the, uh, the scripture uh, clarifications of what happens to the body. You know, for instance, when uh, um, uh, uh, Samuel in Samuel, where uh, uh, Saul tried to uh, uh, get the, the medium to an Endor to go ahead and draw him up, and it says in the scriptures that you know there was three opinions about that. Did she really do it? Was she uh, uh, driven by Satan, or did God do it to prove a point? You know. And uh, but the scripture is clear that the body, when it's in the earth, is is there. 
the body and it also says that there's no way that a body when it's dead has any memory right exactly okay so uh it doesn't there's no reunification until the end so sometimes i think when you look at the uh, verse in chapter 23 in luke um that it also let me ask you this when you go to john when mary met jesus on on the walkway mm-hmm. and he said don't touch me because for i have not ascended to my father yet and that's uh, days after uh the the death so if he's telling the criminal that today you'll be with me today but he himself hadn't ascended correct well what happened is on the cross when he died his soul and spirit went to be with the father right. What, right. what you're talking about that happened uh uh in the uh, with the woman, you know, with uh, w- that he met, that was after his resurrection. His soul and his spirit that were with the Lord were rejoined to his body. Okay, and so then so and then his body was resurrected in a glorified, resurrected body. Now that's exactly what's going to happen to us. That at the uh, rapture, uh, whenever it takes place, uh, pre, mid, or post trib, our soul and spirits that are with the Lord will be reunited with our body, and we will emerge with the body just like Jesus had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, the statement, the, the statement, I won't keep you on the phone. No, no, the fine. The statement that he says, the statement when he says to her that I have not ascended yet, well, he's telling her right there that he has not ascended to the heavens. Ah, yet. but he had not ascended bodily yet. In other words, his body, his body, soul, and spirit all together had not ascended. The moment when he died, then he had, uh, you right. know, a brief intermediate state, just like ours is just longer. Because death is your soul and spirit separating from your body. And immediately when that happens, you go either to, uh, if you're an unbeliever, you go to, to hell, as we see in Luke 16, Hades, one of the three hells, yeah. or you go to heaven. Yeah. So when he said he hadn't ascended, he'd hadn't, he didn't mean that his spirit had not went to the Father. It had. And then came back down into his body to be joined with his body. And he was resurrected in a glorified body, body, soul, and spirit, Phil. Okay. Well, yeah, I appreciate uh, the time, your explanation. All right. Now, I appreciate you calling. That's a good question to start out with, my friend. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go see my friend. Haven't talked to him in a long time. I wonder why he's calling my program. This is Pastor Jenkins. What's up, Jenkins? Hey, how you doing, Pastor? Real good, good, man. man. <laughs> I was I listen to you all the time. Just after that, I just fell out, but I just wanted to know, want to wish you happy birthday. I know getting that at sixty-five. I know I'm sixty. If I'm going on sixty-six, I'm on one year older. You by February, I'd be sixty-six. But uh, we, we're getting up there. But it's good that you sound good. You always sound good. Well, program. Well, I tell you what, I'd hate for I'd hate for anybody to see you and me next to each other. Cause for your age, you look better than me, brother. You. Look- <laughs> I'm, I'm younger than you, Pastor Jenkins, but 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 you look younger than me, brother. I, I didn't know you were that old. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, they wear on you, though, Pastor. You, know, you put out so much. Huh? It's showing so little wear. They're not tired. You, you, you drive them a little longer. They wear a little bit. Listen, but I, only thing, too, let me say this. Sure. Uh, man, I'll, have to, I'll try to call you and catch up with you and meet with you soon and talk with you. Uh, but on a, on a what that topic you were just on with that gentleman, isn't though uh, when when he was talking about Jesus leaving uh, his body being separated? But in Acts, when Jesus left for the final time, remember when he was standing in the kingdom of sand? That's when he went home with the Father uh, completely, 
Absolutely. Right absolutely. Father, yeah, you're absolutely correct. In fact, in Acts chapter 1, that is called the ascension yeah. of Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. But first he rose, but what, what folks need to realize, when he died, his Holy Spirit went to be with the Father, came back into right. his body, and then his right. body was changed and glorified, and he rose from the dead. Then the ascension. Right. So you're exactly right. And that's why it's so important to get the theology correct, because without it, We'll think we're looking at something, and it actually is something else. But you're you're exactly right. That is when the ascension took place, and that is when he left. And I mean, he left. The only other appearance we right. have after that is in Acts nine with Paul. Saw him on Damascus Road. He didn't touch the earth. He appeared to him though. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, it was good chatting with you. It's always a blessing to listen to you. So, right. And I tell you also, what, you'll see me soon. I've been working on a project. I'm doing a studio. Like, oh, I've heard, I've heard all about it. You, you got, you got friends, brother. There's folks that talk about you all the time. I know all about your project. <laughs> and and also tell your wife she called one time and got the buzzer, and she hasn't called since. So tell her to call back. We try not to buzzer. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, if you get it rolling, you got to get buzzed. <laughs> Every now and then, we all get buzzed, man. <laughs> all right. Thank right. you. Okay. When, when is all your right. program, well, by the way? When is your program on this station? Uh, it's uh, 11, uh, every Saturday from 11 to 12, Biblical Living Live, 11 to 12, every Saturday. All right, Biblical Living Live, everybody. Don't miss it. My good friend, Pastor Jenkins, and his wife do a very, very good job. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I welcome all of you to the program. I haven't even got to my challenge yet, but I don't have to. As long as you're calling and we're talking about the Word of God, it's fine, but I've always got something to put on your mind, but I won't do it until after I talk to Floyd from Sterling Heights. Hello, Floyd. Yeah, hi, Pastor. I'm calling this evening to ask you this. I'm hearing the discussion about the soul and spirit yes. go to heaven and come back to the uh, eventually to the glorified body. What's the difference between the soul and the spirit? Please? Well, I'll be honest with you. In the Bible, actually, actually not a lot. In fact, that is why you have amongst uh, biblical theologians uh, a debate whether or not we can talk about the three aspects of man or just two. Some want to say, just call it uh, body and soul. And when they say spirit, they mean the same as soul. Some are tripartite, we call it, where they believe that the theological anatomy of man is made up of three elements. That's where I am. It's not a big deal which one you hold to. Uh, in, in actuality, uh, the soul and the spirit are not that different because we know that they would have to be similar because when you die, your body goes in the ground. But your soul and spirit both go into the presence of the Lord. Yet we have verses... Uh, yeah, there you go. What we have in First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, is where it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Some would say, yeah, so, so some would say, looking at that, it seems like a clear thing three three way breakdown. Others would say, however, that they're so synonymous and I mean it's true that uh, the only difference would be that some want to say that your spirit is what connects you more closely with the Lord than your soul. But both of them have one thing they share in common. They represent the inner man or the inner person. But so whichever one you want to be, it's not heresy or anything. In fact I appreciate it that there are theologians who look at it and try to break it down. Um 
I am one who uh, believes in the tripartite, but I, I've not had any problem with those who just believe in body, soul, because either way you say it, if you talk about the soul, you're going to exclude, uh, include the, uh, the spirit. The only oh, difference, okay. one of the big differences, let me tell you this last thing, one of the big differences is soul in scriptures can stand for the whole person, body, soul, and spirit. Whereas spirit, if you say that, typically that's indicative of just talking about the inner man, seemingly, if we look at the scriptures as a whole on it. Yeah, what's, uh, and what's your question? Past, yeah, in, in the past I heard somebody say that one of those, I forget which one, is the intellect, and the other one is the the inner man that lives forever. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't know. I, I've heard that. Just, I don't know where, but... Well, what happens is people... I hear you. What happens is people have a lot of things that they say. But, of course, what's important is what can they justify in Scripture... You know, that's oh, where it comes from. And so if the Bible yeah. isn't clear on it, then, in, you know, in some cases we have to, some views we have to abandon. Because sometimes the Bible says nothing about what people believe. Sometimes, though, we can see where it could be that, uh, you know, I can understand why you have that point of view. Over in Second Corinthians chapter 7, it's very interesting, where I had someone teach this. They told me that, well, when you get born again, what is really saved is your uh, what is really saved is your soul and your spirit, and your body gets saved later. But if you look at Second Corinthians 7 and 1, it says, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. So when you're saved, you're, uh, not only is your, you know, the spirit had to be clean too. The spirit isn't the only part of you that's saved. You're saved completely, but the only time it will be fully manifested is when you're with the Lord. But it's not like your only thing is saved is your spirit, and your body still has to be saved later. So people can say some things uh, that don't actually pan out when you look at it in Scripture. Okay, Floyd, i got to take a break. I wish I could talk to you longer. We'll be right back. Wednesday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg has a challenge for the older generations. We need those men and women to live lives of consistency. Otherwise, how are we going to produce a generation underneath them who will be marked by commitment? It takes consistency in the middle years to produce a generation of commitment in the early years. Listen Wednesday to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 830 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk, Detroit. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Now is the time to register for an all-inclusive 10-day trip to Israel with WLQVFM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Expand your global perspective on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd to 11th with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com today to sign up for the Stand with Israel tour where history, culture, and faith will converge before your eyes. We'll take you behind the scenes to explore the places you've read and heard about. Pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the Sea of Galilee, float on the unique Dead Sea, and much more. The land, its amazing cuisine, and its diverse people are a spectacle to behold, and you can live it all firsthand. Best of all, you'll be with Faith Talk Detroit's syndicated media host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, special guest Mike Lindell, like-minded supporters of Israel, and listeners of WLQV. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. 
Visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword Israel. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, glad to be with you. I have a challenge. I might not even get to it if you guys keep calling like you are. And guess what? I don't care. As long as we're talking about the Bible, it's A-OK with me. That's why this program exists, is to talk about the Word of God with you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 Five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go and talk to Jacqueline today. How you doing, Jacqueline? I'm doing well, Pastor Moss. Um, I do have um, my own question for you. You know, I I wonder, um, or maybe you can tell me um, if where it's in the Bible is how and why um, so many people try to come up with um, passages from the Old Testament and compare them to the New Testament to um, put doubt in, in people's mind about who Jesus is, you know. And, and the reason why I'm asking that is because naturally I was on the Internet, and it was Facebook, um, one of my nieces, and there was someone on there, and they said that Jesus died for our sins. So they quoted, be patient with me, mm-hmm. Romans 4:25, 25, um, 1 Peter 3:18. 18, 1 Corinthians 15.3 and 1 John 2 and 2. Uh-huh. And, he says, and then he's smiling there as if he's happy. But then he's frowning when he says from the um, Old Testament that no man can die for the sins of another. So, and he quoted, you know, had Ezekiel 18.1 through 30, Deuteronomy, and some other, you know, I'm not going to go through all of them. But, you know, I now I try my best to respond as I know how, you know, just listening to you and doing my own Bible study. But, you know, and I, you know, try to, um, well, at first I went to John 1 and 1, uh-huh. that, you know, that Jesus was God and that he is God-man. Mm-hmm. So he is the God-man that could die for, you know, try to, you know, put it that he could die for our sins. And that's a good answer. And, you know. Yeah. In fact, actually, in my estimation, you refuted him because mm-hmm. there in Ezekiel, uh, what happened? In other words, it's not just like he a man dying for a man. He was fully God and fully man. Right. And also he voluntarily gave himself to die for us. And that was a part of the God, God, the father's plan. So you're right. It's not like, a, you know, you're, he's right to say no man can die for another man. But Jesus okay. was more than man. So right there, really, uh, you got him. Okay, so and then over in Ezekiel 18, what it's talking about there is the concept of generational curses. This idea that uh, because of the way uh, 
a father lived his life, it's automatically going to go on the son, and the son will be punished uh, for the father's sins automatically, okay? That's not what happened at the crucifixion. At the crucifixion, no. Jesus Christ gave his life voluntarily to die for the sins of mankind. So his problem was uh, faulty premise, okay? Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. But, you know, well, and I guess my question is, is I, I don't understand. I know that they say that there will be pro- false people, you know, false prophets. I just don't understand why people always try to put doubt, biblical doubt, in the minds of others about the Bible that we, you know, why why do we, we, we can believe what we want the same as they do. I don't, you know, we don't. You understand what I'm saying? Well, well what is happens there is, though, but still, but... the Bible that, you know, actually identify why people do this? Oh, yes. Oh, definitely there is. There's clearly a place in the Bible uh, that shows why God allows this. Yeah. In fact, it's done, to be honest with you, I hate to say it, it's going to blow your mind, Jacqueline, but it's actually done for the glory of God. We need okay. people to come against the Bible. We need people to attack it if that's what they want to do, okay? People have a choice to either follow the truth, truth or reject it, but it does something good for us. That's what the Bible says. So, Jacqueline, I'm about to give you the one passage that maybe can give you comfort. And believe it or not, it's over in Deuteronomy, and it's in chapter 13, okay? In Deut- oh, okay. Yeah, in Deuteronomy chapter 13. Now, now this answers your question specifically. <laughs> now, you know, at first when you think about it it, it, it makes you not feel too good. Then you say, oh, I understand. Here's what it says in Deuteronomy 13 and 1. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and gives thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee. Okay, so in other words, here's a false prophet now. He gives right. you a dream. But what he says comes to pass. Now, that can happen because the devil does have limited supernatural power. There's certain things he knows. He doesn't know anything like God knows, nor can he predict the future like God does. You know, God's 100% accurate. But every now and then, the devil can make some things happen to make his false prophets look like true prophets. So it says in verse 2, And the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Now, once he says that, you got to know he's a false prophet. Prophet, right? So right. because if the, if the miracle was really from God, then he's going to affirm the God of the Bible. It says at verse three. Now, here's the here's the answer, Jacqueline. Why is it done? OK, why are the false prophets allowed? Listen to verse three, that thou thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. Here's your answer. For the Lord, your God, proves you to know whether you love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul. You walk, you shall walk after the Lord, your God, and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And you shall serve him and cleave unto him. False prophets are a test that causes us to draw closer to God and stick with the truth. Okay. Yeah, I'm reading it as you. <laughs> Do you see you that? Know? Do you see right, that? Exactly. Right in there. Yeah. It says that the, uh, for the Lord your God proves you. That is done to prove us whether we're going to, we, in order for God to have people who love him, we must make the choice between good and evil. Therefore, the evil has to be there. And then there's one thing, Jacqueline, that you found out yourself. Whenever you, uh, especially reading Facebook, you're going to, the only reason, the only way you can get away from false statements about the Bible is to stay off Facebook because it's, it's, well, well, it's, well, it's, a, it's a sore. Let me say this I, to I you. Study the Bible mm-hmm. and, and, and repudiate them. 
That's good. You know, give, uh, give the exactly right. But let me tell you this. Facebook is a sewer for all kinds of crazy stuff. Now, there's good stuff on there, too. I'm, I'm on mm-hmm. Facebook and some others. But it's really it's really bad. But it sharpens you. It, uh, when you go on Facebook, it makes you go into the Bible, read it more, so you can refute Absolutely. people. That's the purpose of it. That is the purpose right here. It tells you in Deuteronomy 13 uh, from verses 1 to 4. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Let those false prophets come. Let the false preachers, let them say all kind of crazy things that they can't back up. That makes us dive in and get to the truth of what the Bible has to say. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's talk to Joe in Detroit. Hello, Joe. Well, hey, Pastor. How are you today? Real good, Joe. How are you? Oh, not bad, not bad. You know, I am so excited from that news report from yesterday. <laughs> I know you were. You uh, called in about lady, that. Or the sister's name is Nancy that gave that report. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, about uh, the Sanhedrin asking Putin and uh, President-elect Trump yeah. to help build the uh, temple there in, in, in Israel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or Jerusalem, I should say. Yeah. Now, now, now. What I need, what I what I truly need is, uh, how did Nancy uh, find this out? Or well, what happens is, it's by the IsraeliNews.com. Now, you said something very interesting, Joe, and uh, yeah. and I appreciate that you said it because I know it's true just like you do. Everything on the Internet, some of it's bogus, completely bogus. Mm-hmm. So always you have to follow your sources to the end. And so that's what, uh, in other words, I'll read something. You know, sometimes it's good to just let folks know uh, there's some things that we ha- can only fully vet later. But it seems to be uh, something. In fact, the article was a very measured article because it didn't say what they actually said about it, but that they were approached about this. And we need to realize, too, that it's only a small group of Jews who are into this temple project now. Uh, concerning, you know, in fact, the, the problem is, as you know, most of the Jews, even the Jews that are in uh, Jerusalem, they're they're secular. For them, yeah. rather than uh, 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 you know the synagogue or the uh, uh, the temple being rebuilt, it, it's a part of their history now more than their religion. In fact, uh, Zola Levitt, uh, a, uh, a Messianic Jew, Zola Levitt, uh, he said that the way that you can tell that a person is a uh, Christian in the Middle East as if they have a Bible. He says, because Jews don't walk around with the Bible. They study it in their classes, but that's about Jewish history. So until there's enough uh, uh, Jews to get on board with this, it's probably going to be delayed and happening, but definitely there are people planning it. This small group is planning it. They're looking for uh, priests who would fulfill the, you know, the, the order of Old Testament priesthood and, and, and everything. And the Bible, and, and, and you're, you got excited like I did when I read it, because the Bible does talk about a third temple being rebuilt. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and yeah, I really did. Now, believe me, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you here, but you know, I had to tell others what, what I heard from Nancy. And I, I mean, at first when I heard it, my jaw dropped. Yeah, but, you, you know, know, what happens is it's amazing. There's a lot of things happening that you do not hear in the news because right. our secular media is not concerned with the Bible or theology. They're just not. They keep it away from you. Even the best station you can find, the one news that you don't hear a lot about at all, you don't even. We don't even know the extent of the persecution that Christians are facing in the Middle East, because they will not That's report right. it to us. Yeah. That's right. But I just want to thank you, uh, Pastor Moss, for your ministry as well as for yourself. And uh, you just don't realize. Maybe you do, but 
you don't realize how much of a blessing you have been for me, probably as well as the uh, Metro Detroit area, with with your programming and your teaching. Well, well, so, my brother, continue con- continue to do what you do, and God bless you. Well, I thank you, Joe, and it is such a, a privilege for people to feel so great about something that I'm just doing because God called me to do it, and it's a lot of fun. I love the Bible. I love teaching it. <laughs> I mean, that's there you just, go. I, I, that, you want to see the thing that geeks me, that's what it does. So I'm having a lot of fun <laughs> when I'm working with you guys. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. That's why it's important to, um, uh, to support Christian radio. Uh, the fine job they're doing at LQV, uh, Daryl Wood, uh, the program. Because other than that, you don't get much religious information. You don't about what's happening in the world. Uh, you get a lopsided view. And uh, there's things that happen that you say, where did this come from? It's because nobody told you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Pedro in Warren. Pedro, are you a first-time caller? Uh, no, this is like my third or fourth time calling. Okay, thanks for calling, buddy. All right, I have a question for you about homosexuality. Sure. Um, in Romans 1, chapter 1, verse 26, it talks about God giving them over to a reprobate mind. Right. So does it talk about, can you read like chapter 1, verse 26 to about 29, um, does that talk about the homosexuality? Yeah, Romans chapter Romans chapter one and verse twenty uh, twenty six. For this cause, yes. God gave them up unto vile affections, for their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves the, the recompense of their error which was meet. Yeah. And, and 28 as well, please. Yeah, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, and it goes on down the line. Right. So what does that mean? Does that mean God gave them up? God, Or was they talking about the uh, some particular people back when it was written? Here it is. The most, one of the most, let, let us say, probably one of the most worst punishments that God can give to any human being is to give them up and allow them to live their lives exactly the way they want to. Okay? Right. If you want to live in sin, God will. He, he, Jesus died on the cross. The Bible is here. He calls to you. He preaches the gospel. He loves you. But if you do not want to receive his love, the worst thing God can do is just take his hands off you and let you go your way. Because everything that you have good comes from God. All God's got to do right. is just let you go on your own and you're in trouble. And that's what happens to sinners. Okay. God has given them the breath they, that they breathe, the water they drink, the food they eat. God supplies. But once you say, I don't want you, God, I, I want my own life. You got it, okay? Because God gives you a choice. So that's what it means when he gave them up. The worst thing, okay? That's what happened to Israel. God was protecting Israel. That's why they became a great nation. Once they said, we don't want you, they rejected Jesus Christ. He said, okay, <laughs> okay? Have your life your way. As they say at the uh, burger place, get it your way. Right. 
And that, that's what so we're looking the, at here. So is this chapter, or are, are those verses talking about homosexuals? Well, not only homosexuals, but all sins, but homosexuals are included. In Romans chapter 2, it talks about a whole bunch of sins, and you've seen them, right? In verse 29, it says, filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, that's greedy with money, maliciousness, full of envy, jealousy, murder, debate, all the sins, okay? So it's not that homosexuality is by itself. It's along with the other sins. It's no more a sin than the others, and they all send you to the same place, away from God, and finally into hell. But the clear thing is, homosexuality is a sin. The only way, reason we emphasize it so much today in the church, and I try to get uh, people in the church to realize this, is of all these things in the list, look at it, verse 29, when it says covetousness, everybody knows greed, to be greedy is wrong. Uh, maliciousness, okay? Envy, they know that's wrong. Murder, they know that's wrong, right? Okay? Backbiters, right. we know that's wrong. But you got people today saying that homosexuality is not a sin, okay? Right? right? Okay, so that's right. why that's why we have to emphasize it. That's why we don't. And I, and I hear these uh, these deep theologians. Why do you emphasize it so much? And then I get deep with them because that's the only one that you say is not a sin. Think about right. what you're saying. Are you nuts? You're saying that this one. Right. You, you're not saying that uh, nobody says that adultery is okay. Nobody says that lying is okay. Comes down to homosexuality. Oh, that's not a sin. It is a sin. Okay. So it's not that we're right. placing the emphasis on it. The emphasis is placed on those who want to compromise with it. Okay? And so they get you to the place where you've got to come against it, but they don't realize the only reason you're coming against it because all the other sins are in the box. This one then jumped out the box, and nobody wants to put it back in there again. Right. So what should we do with the church, um, as the church with homosexuality, that's saying they're not sinning, Leave it. Leave it. If there is a church where people are allowed to practice sin, any, any sin, it doesn't matter whether it's homosexuality or being a hitman or being a drug dealer or being whatever, whatever, whatever. If people want to practice their sin in the church and they come down and say, Oh, I want to, I thank you guys for joining me. I want y'all to know that I'm a fornicator, though. You know, I'd go to bed with all the women. In fact, some of them are right here in the church. But I'm glad y'all love me enough to let me join this church just like I am. <laughs> Get out. Okay? Get out. Of course. This is what I'm saying is just simple logic. Okay? Uh, and nobody wants to really think about it. And it's amazing to me what people will say that makes absolutely no sense. It's not just homosexual. Nobody should join a church who says that, in other words, to be saved, you've got to repent. You can't repent exactly. if you will not admit that what you're doing is sinful, can you? Exactly. All right. right. Thank you, brother. If I didn't have right. a break, Pedro, I'd talk to you longer. Thank you for calling. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. I must take a break. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Anthony's mother was a woman of the streets, and when she became pregnant, she tried to abort her baby four times. During the last attempt, Anthony was born alive, but his mom died a month later. She hid him in her home, and it took four days before they found him. Under a relative's care, he was abused and starved, and his extended family practiced witchcraft. As a result of everything, he suffered from several physical issues. According to Planned Parenthood, he was a perfect candidate for abortion. 
that someone witnessed the love of Jesus to Anthony and he became a Christian. A local church paid for his education and he's now attending a university and he volunteers to help abandoned and orphaned children. God has plans for this young man. Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. This Father's Day weekend, June 19th, comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad, available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of reading the Bible. Now is the time to register for an all-inclusive 10-day trip to Israel with WLQVFM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Expand your global perspective on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd to 11th with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com today to sign up for the Stand with Israel tour where history, culture, and faith will converge before your eyes. We'll take you behind the scenes to explore the places you've read and heard about. Pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the Sea of Galilee, float on the unique Dead Sea, and much more. The land, its amazing cuisine, and its diverse people are a spectacle to behold, and you can live it all firsthand. Best of all, you'll be with Faith Talk Detroit's syndicated media host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, special guest Mike Lindell, like-minded supporters of Israel, and listeners of WLQV. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword Israel. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Going to go to Gary in Pontiac. Hello, Gary. Uh, yeah, so you were talking about the scriptures, and it says rightly divide the scriptures, and um, uh, number one, we're supposed to discern the scriptures and all that. But uh, and on the subject, you were talking about paradise. I believe that many people misunderstand this because you first of all have to say that Jesus was going to go to paradise. He described paradise in Luke 16, where Lazarus is and where Abraham was. So Jesus, when he died, he said he's going to this place, which I believe is still existence. Then after he uh, resurrected, uh, he told uh, Mary not to touch him. It tells that. I'm going to read that. It says, uh, then the same, oh, no, it says, it says, Jesus said unto her, touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father. Uh-huh. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your Father, and to my God, and your God. Mm -hmm. That's why I believe that Jesus, when he died, he went to paradise, but he did not go to heaven until after this uh, experience here where he said he was going to the Father. And then also, uh, uh, when he was in in, uh, the death, when he was dead, in the book of David, uh, uh, Psalm 30, 13 says, He he brought my soul up from the grave, and Job says his soul came from the pit. If you look at uh, the pit, and the grave is talking about the same place, uh, the place of the dead. So Jesus, before he was resurrected, he was still in the tomb. 
And that tree is resurrected. Did he come out of the tomb? Do you believe it like that? Yeah, I believe that his body, if we're talking about his body, yeah. When he died, though, I believe that his soul and his spirit went to be with the Lord. That's what I believe. And in terms of the paradise, the term paradise is a term connected with heaven. It, uh, many people say it was an intermediate. In fact, here's something, Gary, that, that no one can really demonstrate. In fact, it came, this idea of uh, this paradise place or this Hades with the upper compartment and a lower compartment, did you know when where that was really taught officially? Well, Jesus taught it. No, he, he didn't. Said were, he, he said, said paradise. He didn't say what it was. He didn't say whether it was no. heaven or not. Well, so now. where was it taught that there was an upper compartment and a lower compartment? Okay, Jesus said in the scripture mm-hmm. that the people in hell could see the people in paradise. So we can't, nobody even on earth could see people in heaven. So how could people Well, in remember, we're talking about people in the afterlife. So, yes, you said it right, in hell or in heaven. Wasn't a paradise. Actually, the term, this uh, upper and lower compartment, that came during the intertestamental period. It was a view of the rabbis. Not something that was really taught in Scripture. And also to let you know, the term paradise can refer to heaven directly. We see that over in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 7, where here we're clearly talking about heaven. And it says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcomes will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And that's talking about heaven there, Gary. Not talking about an upper compartment, lower compartment, even though there are those who do believe that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Henry in Detroit. Hello, Henry. Hello. How you doing, Pastor? Good. Uh, Happy birthday. You too. Uh, thank you. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Uh, about, I got carjacked now and I was thrown from a car and uh I got real bad nerve damage, and my doctor, the Bible said pray for you, but just some equity in my church, I go every Wednesday and every Sunday, and uh, but she give me a uh, pain pain pills that uh, that that they helps me, but if it's wrong for me to take them. No, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in so much pain well, all the time. Here's the thing: it's why would it be wrong? Well, you tell me, why would it be wrong to take pain pills? And I just, I just, I just, I just, just curious about it. I didn't know, you know. I, no, I, I, but my know. question is, like, like I said, everybody. In other words, for me, I, I tell everybody this: everything hinges on evidence and logic. If a person says that something is wrong, you got to have a reason. Because other than that, everything's wrong. It'd be like me: are jelly beans wrong to take? Is is Kool Aid wrong? Why would you think it's wrong? That becomes my question. Because if I thought but something I take, was wrong, I would have a reason why I thought it. Why, why would it be wrong to take pain medication? Okay. Well, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, because we got narcotics in it. Like I, well, pain medication, not necessarily narcotics, but even if, but definitely my, narcotics can even be used medicinally. Medi- okay. uh, medicine is nothing wrong with it. God has nothing against medicine. So, but always remember this, Henry. Unless someone can prove to you that something is wrong, there's nothing. There's nothing in the Bible that says narcotics are a sin. It talks about drunkenness being a sin, but not something that alleviates you from pain. Okay. okay. So always get the reason. Have a reason. Don't just believe something because somebody said it. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. With the news dominated by COVID-19 and racial injustice, you might not remember one of the big stories of the past year, the rise of socialism. 
Previously a dirty word, socialism became popular among young people and pulled well with Democrats. But now we hear nothing about socialism. Bernie Sanders is gone. The Green New Deal has gone silent. The fact is, young people were never interested in formal socialism. The same polls showing their attraction to it also showed they prefer a market economy over government control. They really didn't want socialism, but free stuff. Free college tuition, forgiven student loans, help with expensive housing, maybe a guaranteed income. That agenda is now quietly Joe Biden's platform, without the socialism name. He's embraced versions of all of that and more. He's the candidate of free and expensive stuff. I'm David Davenport. Alliance Defending Freedom, Protecting Religious Liberty. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the impact of coronavirus and the upcoming election, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text money to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text the word money to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and better protect yourself from sudden downturns. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to stay or when to get out. Text money to 411411 and we'll send you a link to our free demo so you can better protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Don't wait. Text the word money to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Got my good friend Douglas from Dearborn Heights on the line. How you doing, Doug? Great, Pastor. How are you? Real good. How is power, hope, and the grace, my friend? Well, I'll be there in... Eight minutes for prayer if you don't make me late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that just to get you and your pastor, let y'all have a fight. Say, Pastor Ma, tell you up. <laughs> uh, listen, you were already talking about what I want to ask you a little bit earlier, but we're talking about the reprobate mind? Yeah. I, I keep asking this question, and I, people, I don't know if they just, they're not hearing me, but I, I'm not getting a suitable answer, so... My question is: Once God turns you over to a reprobate mind, uh-huh. is there is there anything in the Bible that would indicate you're not coming back? I already I already believe that you know you're not coming back unless he 
uh, brings you back out of it. But is there anything that indicates once he turns you over, that's it? There's no coming back. Well, the interesting thing about it, I remember in the Baptist church, they used to talk about reprobates as being backslidden. But actually, the word reprobate means counterfeit. So these were counterfeits in the first place. In other words, we don't know whether the people that are being talked about in Romans were saved. Okay? We know that, what, in fact, okay. yeah, they were basically, you know, saying one thing, basically, and living another way. Did I drop you? Are you there? No, I'm still here. Do you hear me? Do you hear me, Doug? Oh, maybe it's your phone, because I know I'm coming across loud and clear. But uh, but reprobate means counterfeit. It doesn't mean uh, a backslider. Okay, Backs, uh, The term backslider is used, Jeremiah 3, 14, 15. But a reprobate is actually someone pretending to be something that they are not. So that becomes a whole problem uh, with uh, with the reprobate. So, in other words, God calls and calls and calls and 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 presents the gospel and you know and all that to you, but uh, there comes a time when He says, "Have it your way." Okay, and that is quite, and that is the worst thing that can happen to you. Remember, there will be no one in hell trying to get out to get into heaven. Okay? Hell is where they're going to belong. Okay? They, they will flee from the presence of God. Okay? And once you're outside of his, uh, and then once you are outside of God, you're on your own. Okay? And you have to answer for everything you did with your life. Okay? You have to answer for it. And that is what hell represents. Not like when you get to hell, oh, man, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry now. No, you, you're going to be unrighteous there. You're not, you haven't changed. And you will receive everything that you did. Your sins will fit you just like a coat because you did them. Okay? So, and the only way out, except Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Okay? That's what hell is. All right, man, all I can say is so much theology, so little time. Do we have five minutes left, mind you, or less? We got four minutes left. Only the quickest caller in the world could get through right now. Because I'm looking at Manju's face, and I can tell by looking at it. He knows. He's got that smile on his face. Another program is going to be history for him real soon. But we always look forward to uh, being back another time with you. I want to remind you uh, to support uh, this radio uh, program. If you enjoy it, if you like it, I definitely enjoy bringing it to you. I get no salary for this. I pay myself to to keep this program going. It costs us about $2,000 a month. So we do appreciate everything that you give. You can send those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. Remember our Bible studies at our church, our Monday night Bible study. Uh, remember our prophecy classes that are going on. We encourage you to become a part of a ministry that teaches the Bible, where the pastor goes to the pulpit, opens the Bible, has you open yours, and follow along in the Scripture. That is what biblical preaching used to be. That's what it still is at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. If you're interested in learning the Bible on a whole range of subjects, prophecy, Christian living, marriage and family, everything, uh, come and be a part of our ministry. Uh, On December 14th, there will be our our marriage and family 
seminars that we have, relationship seminars, actually, because we talk about singles as well, which will be at, uh, on December 14th at 7 o'clock. We encourage you to come and be a part of that as well. But if you're interested in the Word of God, then Strictly Biblical is really the place where you want to be. Uh, we're located 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at Oakland. We encourage you to come uh, to our 8 o'clock service, our uh, 10 o'clock Sunday school, and our 11 o'clock service. Uh, we're wrapping up a study at our Sunday school on homosexuality, about to get into some other subjects like marriage and racism. We're going to be talk, telling you what the Bible says about racism. And I want to tell you something. The Bible is much smarter than we are today on that whole subject of racism. It really, really is. It's amazing how what God said long ago uh, is uh, didn't get to us until we met Martin Luther King. <laughs> You know, all the racism, Prince, racism has always been condemned. I'm going to talk about that uh, from the Bible. And when we're talking about racism, we're not just talking about one group of people. We're talking about a whole lot of folks. And you'll see uh, what we show you. It's going to be very interesting uh, that, uh, you know, what the Bible says about it and all of those who practice it. And it could even be practiced in the church. So this is Pastor Moss uh, saying thank you once again for listening. I thank you for all of your questions. Didn't have to have a challenge today. I never do, actually. Uh, unless I start out with that, you guys just gang up on me with all kinds of questions. But guess what? I love it. That is what it's all about, friends, is talking about the Word of God. And as long as we're talking about the Word of God, we're doing exactly what we need to do. So I encourage you to uh, keep reading your Bibles, studying your Bibles. Um, uh, please support uh, this uh, radio program if you enjoy it. Once again, send those donations to P.O. Box uh, 05879, that's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We would appreciate very much hearing from you. Remember, I get no salary for this. It's done because we love to uh, just spread the Word of God and teach Scripture. All right. So remember uh, to read your Bible, pray, God bless you, and we will see you next Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. This is Pastor Emery Moss Jr., your friendly neighborhood apologist. Join me each and every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. We discuss all things biblical and give you challenges to test your biblical knowledge. Don't forget, we have Open Air Monday, which is always open for your Bible questions and Relationship Wednesday. That's Bible Talk weekdays at 6 p.m. right here on Faith Talk 1500. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.